What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Whole Lot of Not a Podcast, a podcast about nothing and everything all at the same time. I'm one of your four hosts. My name is Rob. My name is Tom. Connor and Darren, the other two hosts, are not here this week, but we do have a few rocking guests for you. (laughs) (laughs) Last time I got to be special, this time I'm rocking. The first one of the guests that you just heard from is my wife, Kelsey. Hello. Uh, the second one of the two is Kelsey's sister, so my sister-in-law. Uh, this is Megan. There you go. Hi. And the last but not least would be Megan's <laughs> husband, my brother-in-law, Jordan. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I thought you were going to say my wife, Kelsey's sister, Megan's <laughs> husband, Jordan. That took Wait, a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> See. Wow, now that we got that out of the way, uh, what's going on, everybody? How's uh, how's you guys' week? Just dandy. What? Just, just dandy? It was that's, dandy. That's all got? It was dandy. It took our daughter, and she got her ears pierced, and Rob's still claiming that every time she cries, that's why she's crying, but she's fine. She hit her head on the table at the one restaurant last week, and she cried harder then, so Oof. yep, she's good. Yep. That's cool. Megan won a bunch of money at the bowling alley on Tuesday. I did. I did. Um, they do a strike ball where they draw one ticket, and you have to throw a strike, and you win all the money. And I did, obviously. So I won like two hundred and thirty dollars at bowling on Tuesday. Wow! Wow! We should have went to the casino. Everybody's making money. I asked where I my have. half was. Yeah, I didn't get any. Nope. <laughs> nope. She oh, paid for my bowling and mom's food, so it worked out great for us. <laughs> What were you going to say, Tom? Uh, last night, I was watching my friend play slots, you know, I don't know what this word call, and he's playing maybe like 20 cents uh, a pull or whatever, and maybe he up to like 40 cents or 50 cents, but he ended up pulling, he started with 25 bucks, and he ended up pulling like $230 off the slot machine. Damn. Yeah. It's crazy. So, I was like, this is it. This is the high I've been looking for. <laughs> <laughs> So that's like uh, the online casino Mm, thing or whatever. He does it every now and then, and it always seems that he always hits big. It's crazy. We had one of our friends that uh, she did the online. I don't know if she was playing slots or what she was playing, but she won like $4,500. She put like 30 bucks in. That is big money. When it first came out, I was uh, was playing blackjack a lot. I love blackjack. I say a lot. I played for like a week and I lost like two hundred bucks. And I'm like, I gotta stop doing this. <laughs> well, that would he, be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's because he was online betting on hockey games and stuff like that. And you get they give you like a certain amount when you first sign up, and you can use it towards the casino too. And he's yeah. like, I lost a bunch of money. And like, yeah, well, I spent like however much at Hobby Lobby yesterday, so <laughs> it's fine. Well, I was betting hockey games for a little while. I lost a couple hundred bucks, but then I made like I don't know. Five six hundred bucks. Like I was up five six hundred bucks. I'm like fuck yeah. So I took the money back that I originally spent. So I'm just playing with the house's money at that point. I lost it all. Like, That's the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> when I play blackjack, I just I play careful for a bit, and then I'm like I got a feeling, you know. So I mm-hmm. put maybe like five bucks here or so up, and I I usually win. I I, I, usually, I usually walk usually out win. with more money than I. <laughs> Then I, you know, 
take in. I only take in like twenty to forty bucks. You just gotta find that groove. Yeah. Well, we went you to just the casino. Feeling you're like this is it. This is the one you can't keep fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like three and a half years ago or so. We went to a hockey game and then we ended up going to a Detroit Lions game with a couple of our friends, and we stayed in Detroit because we went down on Saturday after the hockey game, and then. We went to the Lions game on Sunday, but Saturday night, because we were staying in Detroit, we went to Greek Town, I think it was, casino, and Rob and our one buddy sat down at the blackjack table, and I walked up at one point, and he's like, I watched our friend say, yeah, I'll just go all in. It was like 450 bucks or something like that. He must have had that feeling. And oh, I look yeah. over at Rob, and he's like, this is the second time he's done that. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! And he won. I'm telling you, get the gut wow. feeling. He won. He's like, either I'm out or I'm walking away with double the money that I walked in here with. And he won. And we went to leave. And I'm, I leaned over to her. I'm like, Rob told me this the second time that he did that. And he's, she's like, he walked in here expecting to lose that money, so he might as well. We wanted to go back to the room. It was like three o'clock in the morning, and the bar was closed at the casino. So he's like, well, guess I might as well just see what I can do. And he won it, and we left. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, because when we first got there, uh, we sat down. Well, he sat down first, and because I'm like you, usually if I go to the casino, I'm spending like twenty, forty bucks at the I'm most. Cheap, man. Oh, I'm the same way. Well, I can only take a certain amount of cash in, or I will blow it all. Yeah, yeah I don't have yeah. the patience, especially like slots. I don't have the patience to sit oh, I there. Don't, I don't and... ever do slots. No. I think slots have the potential to be all right, but I just don't really ever. You gotta sit there for a while. Yeah. Do that. Well, we went and to I don't bet enough. Like you have to no. bet a lot to win a lot with slots. I don't. Mm-mm. No. So we it, went up to the UP one a couple years ago. Megan and I and the girls that we bowl with, and we, I won a little bit of money on slots, and we sat down at the roulette table, and we both walked away with like eighty to hundred bucks when we were done. Yep. So anyway, uh, he sat down, and I think the minimum bet at this table was like, I think you had the the minimum bet was. 15 bucks and then you had to bet like five bucks into the side bet or whatever that's for the rich people <clears throat> so and that's why i just watched him for a while and he was winning right mm-hmm. well fuck you know, that's giving me the urge to play right uh-huh. so i think i went and got like 200 bucks out the most i've ever got out of atm out of casino or anything and he paid probably twelve dollars in fees for the ATM. Probably, yeah. But at least he only paid them once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I go back and I sit down at the table and, um, you know, we're playing for a long time, and I'm getting to the point where like all my money is about gone, and it's just the way it is for me. I don't ever win, and I think I put like the rest of my money in. And I think I put extra in the side bet just to get rid of the money or whatever because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to have enough to ante back up. And I think that's when he went all in the first time. And I hit the the side bet, which won me like 200 bucks or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, I just made all my money back, right? And then he won when he went all in, so we were just like riding that high for a while. Nice. And I ended up breaking even, I think, and... Yeah, he at least doubled his money. But when he went all in, you're like, oh, my God, it was like $400. I'm sweating, and it's not even my money. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's 
always crazy because I, I just like go play like the video blackjack because I can't sit down at a table because I feel like they rush you and you're not allowed to think. Yeah, you know? and yeah, and you gotta you gotta do it with you gotta do yeah, hand motions. You like can't that. tell them. Yeah, I don't like that. So but, I always do like the video blackjack, and you always <clears> see like somebody next to you throwing up twenties and shit, and you're oh, like, yeah. Jesus Christ! The Ooh. craziest the craziest thing about that uh, casino though, you said it was Greek Town. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, everybody's, this place is huge, right? It's like two or three floors. Yeah, it's know, a big casino. Crap. And everybody's in there drinking, having a good time. You know, two o'clock is usually closing time, like at the bar or whatever. So at two o'clock, they have people going around the whole place saying, you either got to give me your drink or you got to finish it right now in front of me. Like, I just blew my mind. Like, this big ass, like, they just, you know, did it. don't just shut the bar down. And when you're done, you're done. They had people going around the whole place gathering up people's drinks. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I thought you had a story over there. You remember that night we went to the bar over in... Uh... Whining? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. One of, it was one of our friend's birthdays. Yeah, and we, we ended wanna... up going to the casino in Standish afterwards. But while we're at that's the bar... Yeah. We met a guy there and he ended up following us to the casino. Got there, he handed Megan and another girl both hundred dollar bills yep. and said, Go, go play ahead. slots, go do whatever you want to do. Well, I should have just like, kept the money. I, yeah. like, oh, I didn't, what? but what's it like being a woman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. So me and him we go sit down at the uh, video blackjack table. I put 50 bucks in, I'm sitting there, just seeing how things are going. He puts in $200 and bets $100 on the first hand. I'm like, what are you doing? Hits 21. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's what you're doing. Yeah, he had money then, stashed in his truck because he went to the casino a lot and he was getting in trouble by his wife. So he had separate money hidden mm-hmm. in his truck to go to the casino. So... The max money you could win on, I think that blackjack table was like twelve hundred, fifteen hundred bucks at a time, yeah, and then you had to like sign the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And he hit like three or four times on the max bet. Oh my gosh! He just kept on winning. I'm like, what in the heck is going on? That's crazy. We left at four o'clock in the morning, and he was still there. That dude did not leave until eight o'clock in the morning. Do they still let people smoke in that one? Do you know? I don't- Part of it they yeah. do. I, was gonna say, I, don't think so. I remember going in there when was it eighteen? You're allowed to go in the casino. Yeah. Yep. When uh, my cousin and I first turned eighteen, we went to the casino like every week, once or twice a week. And I just remember coming home from the casino and I just smelled like an ashtray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to develop a habit. Yeah, going there once or twice a week. Dude, I could see why gambling is addictive because like you, you start winning, you, you get on a roll. If you win and then. Like you lose a couple or whatever, and you're like, "All right, I'll bet a little more this time, so because I, I know I can make that money back, whatever." Yep. Next thing you know, you're down, you know, a couple hundred bucks or yep. some people's probably thousands of dollars. You know, it's like I can see why it's addicting. So if we're telling casino stories, tell a story about your grandpa. Oh, <laughs> I don't really remember it because it was forever ago. Uh, my my grandma loved to go to casinos and so like when her and my grandpa would come up to visit or whatever they always stopped at the casino in Standish and so she could play the slots or whatever <clears throat> and I think my mom 
my dad and I were going to meet him down there for lunch or whatever one day. We get down there, and my grandpa is sitting in his car. I'm like, what are you doing out in the car? He's, like, all pissed off. And he's like, I went in there, and I had to take a pee. So I go to the bathroom, and I wash my hands, and I get water all over my shorts. <laughs> so the place was thinking that he pissed his pants. <laughs> and I'm like, they kicked me out. <laughs> and they didn't have cell phones or anything, so my grandma didn't know anything about it. <laughs> so she's just in there playing slots, you know, just minding her own business. Wow. So I think my, my dad and my mom went in and had to go get my grandma so we could leave. <laughs> oh, he was so pissed. Fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> he probably never went back, did he? Oh, I, I imagine they did. Because my grandma loved slots and casinos and yeah. stuff. I don't know. That was a long time ago. Sean was telling me this morning that he was playing uh, slots on his phone last night. And he put in, I think he said he put in like 100. And he was like doing like $3.50 bets. And he got like three hundred dollars yeah that's crazy i'm like jesus man well the thing like with slots you have to do max bet so you hit all the lines and yeah. everything and then at that point you're like well it's only an extra what especially if you're doing penny slots it's an extra yeah. what 20 cents a quarter for me to just make it more i might as well just max bet it and then you have a higher chance of winning but you megan and i are like money faster. yeah you do megan Once and i are like our, yeah Meg and I are like our dad. We like to go and sit at the roulette table. Yeah. They don't have one. They Well, obviously, Standish is all electronic, but yeah. they don't even have an electronic roulette table there anymore. I think they do now. Do they? I haven't yeah. been there, and I can't even tell you how long. They don't have the video blackjack anymore. Oh, well, really? They, no, they not, must have. So that, that must be one. where the video roulette is, because when we were there last time, the story he was telling, where the video roulette used to be is where they had the video blackjack. So they must so they have, must taken have just up. switched them yeah. out. But when Megan and I won... just all gone, and we were like, what? what's going on? <laughs> this is what we came here for. Yeah. <laughs> well, when Megan and I w- were up in the Sioux a couple years ago, we they it was like electronic on your board, but they had somebody actually up there tossing the ball into the roulette wheel. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the electronic stuff. It just, like, especially the blackjack, you know it's got to be rigged. Rigged. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine, I imagine the actual tables are rigged to a certain point, too, but... Probably. But Jordan the electronic ones, cards. you know, you know they gotta be rigged. Yeah, Jordan needs so, to count cards. I heard heard or read somewhere that like a lot of the video blackjack, like between like every hand, it shuffles the deck on you. So you know, well, yeah, it has to. Not like a normal blackjack. <laughs> yeah, normal blackjack. It just blackjack. runs through the deck. Well, yeah, I know. Video, it just keeps on shuffling the whole, you know, the, the whole deck. Yeah. I'm like. So you don't know when you're on a hot streak or not. In normal blackjack, they have more than one deck at a time, it's don't like they? Four they, decks. Yeah. yeah. So last week you guys were talking about concerts. Uh huh. I have a couple of stories about concerts. <laughs> I'm surprised that I have stories. <laughs> so the concert that Rob was talking about when we saw Godsmack and Shine Down, it was us with. Our one friend and his brother and his dad. And then my sister was there and Darren was there and our mom went and she brought one of her friends. So her work, one of her work friends. So we get there and we walked up, we found Devin and his dad and his brother and we walk up and we're standing there with him 
and my mom turns around and looks at us. She's like, there's too many people here. Like, we don't care to be this close. We just care to be at the concert. We're going to go back a couple rows. Somebody should have went with them to supervise them because Rob and Devin kept going to get beer. And every time they came back from the beer line, they're like, yeah, your mom or her friend were in the beer line when we were in the beer line. Okay, whatever. The concert's over. (laughs) I'm trying to text my mom's friend being like, hey, we're heading towards the merch table. And all of a sudden I hear, hey, I'm fucked up. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm what, 22? Never seen my mom drunk before in my life. I'm, I'm fucked up. And I'm like, okay, mom, like, it's fine. And Megan was like four or five people ahead of us in the merch line. She buys her stuff. She comes back. No, I was standing in line waiting to buy my stuff. And she could hear my mom. And then my mom, Megan comes back and she's like, I don't know if you heard, but I'm fucked up. I said, mom, I heard you yell it the last three times when I was waiting in line to buy my stuff. (laughs) So we're walking back to the truck and (laughs) apparently my mom's friend, they had their arms linked, like trying to step over top of big puddles in the parking lot. And my mom's friend was like pulling on her arm saying, you need to straighten up or they're not going to invite us to come out with them anymore. (laughs) And then we went like a little over a year later and saw Shine Down again in Grand Rapids. (laughs) And we had a hotel down there. So it was me, Rob, Darren, his girlfriend, another one of our couple friends, my sister and my mom. And my sister and my mom, Megan and my mom had to come back to, they had to drive separate down because Megan had to work. So we all checked into the hotel and then we just Ubered. There were six of us. We took an Uber XL from the hotel over to the arena. And my mom's like, well, we're just going to meet you guys at the arena. They park in the parking garage. The concert gets over. All the way at the top of the All the, the way at the top garage. of the parking garage. The concert gets over and... Rob had a broken hand, so he's in a cast. I had a foot that I have foot problems, so I had my boot on. After like during the concert they picked me up to crowd surf and I kicked like four people in the head. <laughs> they dropped me. They had had enough. But I ended up on Rob's shoulders at that concert he did, too. He did. Yeah. We were walking back to the we were walking out of the arena, and my mom's like, We can't leave my car here. Mom, you parked on the top of the parking I'm not leaving it here. So we walk into the parking garage and there's this huge, there's probably 20, 30 people in line for the elevator. And my mom's standing there. I'm like, we're going to leave without you. Like, we're not waiting for the elevator, mom. Take the stairs. So we get to the top and Megan's like, I'll drive. She's tanked. Like trying to run through the parking garage. I'm like, you're not driving. And my mom looks at me and has the keys and she's like, oh, I can't drive. <laughs> so my mom drives a chrysler 300 that's very roomy vehicle like it's comfortable when you're riding a distance if you have to it's like sitting on a couch basically there are eight of us the car seats four comfortably five if you have to smush so i'm driving my mom's in the passenger seat megan darren and two of our friends are in the back seat one of them is leaning laying across the three and Rob and Devin get in the trunk. <laughs> so, mind you, we're in Grand Rapids. We're le- we finally get a chance to start moving. Cars are starting to move. They pull the tab on to release the trunk. 
So Megan gets out and we start to move. She's <laughs> holding onto the trunk, running behind the car, slamming it shut, trying to slam <laughs> because he pulled the lever too hard and it kept re-releasing. So she's like trying to slam it. And then we stopped again and there was people walking by and we had the seat lifted up a little bit. So they had some airflow and we're like, okay, when we say go start, just banging the hell out of the trunk. Just see what Waiting happens for help. So like, okay, now help get us out. I'm banging on it. Help. The people help. took off running away from the car. And nobody wants a part of that. No. And then we get all the way down and it's pouring. Like halfway back to the hotel, I'm like, the, and there was enough puddles that I was hitting puddles and the water was coming on top of the car. I'm like, why can't I see? I didn't have the headlights on. We drove half the way back to the hotel with no headlights. In this black, we're not lucky we didn't get pulled over because we would have been screwed. They're like trying to get these people to stay in the trunk of the car. I don't have the headlights on. We're four wide in the back seat. And we had a, we booked a suite. It had three beds and a sofa bed. So like, okay, a couple in each bed and then mom and Meg can just share the couch. They can pull the sofa bed out. My mom slept on the couch. Megan slept in the chair with her feet on the ottoman and her neck like broken. (laughs) I was drunk enough. It didn't matter. (laughs) I still slept, so. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. I also got in a fight at that concert. You did. Devin was talking about, when he was on, about the mosh pit. Yep. And every time the mosh pit would start, they would, like, push at you. And you'd push them back. Like, yeah, it's fun. It's great. And then you can... Do you remember your side, or do you want me I to do. tell? <laughs> I do. So there was a girl that was in the mosh pit that naturally they fall into you. You push them back into the middle. I pushed this girl back into the middle, and she turned around, and she grabbed me by the throat. So I reached up, and I punched her in the face. As you should. <laughs> so I mean, gra- what else would you do? So I grab Rob. I'm trying to I pull her. Kelsey, I hear sensible option. Uh, right. I hear Kelsey, <laughs> Rob, Rob, you have to get Megan. She just punched somebody. You have to go get Megan. And I kept trying to reason with her, but when she's drunk, like, Rob's really the only person that can settle her down. So he's, like, pulling on her. <laughs> So the, him and Devin which, had to which come doesn't get me. make sense because I usually I encourage that kind of I, behavior. <laughs> well, and then every time, that's true. I think that, I got on your shoulders after that. Though. Yeah, it oh, was because yeah. and that was during Papa Roach yeah. that that girl that yeah, you punched that, that was girl shine down that I got on. Yeah. yeah. So every time a mosh pit would start, Megan or Devin, Darren, and Rob were standing in front of Megan because I'm like, if this. <laughs> If this happens again, she's going to go to jail. Like, I don't know what else to do. But I always, I stood in front of mom every time that yeah. a mosh pit would break out. Because mom would just stand there. Kind of like the Kid Rock concert. Yeah. She'd just stand there. We went to a Kid Rock oh. concert and stood on the hill. And these drunk people kept running into our mom. I mean, they were running into us too. But, like, my mom was, like, halfway falling down the hill. And I started yelling at these people. I'm like, this is my space. Like, I paid for this space. Is your name on it? I'm like, you're a douche. <laughs> like, no, my name's not on it, but I paid for this space on the hill. Like, you need to be respectful. And finally, I leaned over to Megan. I'm like, if somebody comes up to us, like, you're my wife. I don't really know. Like, you may be my sister, but tonight you're my wife. I'm not messing with that. So then this guy pushed into me, and I turned around and shoved him, and he turned around and went to push me back, and Megan's like, no. 
You don't touch her. You don't touch me. And she, she points at our mom. And you sure as hell don't touch her. And he's like, okay, sorry. All right. Psycho, and they, psycho they, lady. All they, right. Uh, they fell into us again. Kelsey turned around and said, she'll beat the shit out of you and I will let her. <laughs> and then we were leaving, walking down the hill. Because it was at Pine Knob. And at Pine Knob, they have quiet hours of 11 p.m. So concerts can't go past 11. So it was like 10.58, 10.59, and they were doing a cover of somebody's song, and I'm like, time to go. I'm like, we're we're just going to go. We're not going to see anything else. She's helping my mom down the hill, and she's just shaking. <laughs> so mad. And then we went to the bathroom at a gas station down the road, and... Well, the whole time we were walking out, I'm like, I swear to God, I see one of these motherfuckers. I'm killing them. I don't care. I don't care. They walk up to me. They are fucking dead. I don't know. Well, and we stopped at this <laughs> gas station so Mom and I could go to the bathroom and get snacks. And Meg's like, no, I'm good. It's fine. So we're in the back getting snacks and stuff, and we hear this drunk guy walk in. And I'm like, Mom, what if it's those people? And Megan's got him like, pinned down on the parking lot. <laughs> It wasn't them. It was fine. Yeah, but. It was good. You should have picked MMA for a career. That's true. Start I was, people up. I always got told in high school that I should wrestle. I said, well, the problem is if I wrestle and somebody grabs me in the wrong spot, I'm going to punch them in the face, and that's against the rules. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I should do that. Ah, <laughs> rules are made to be yeah. broke. <laughs> but rules is rules. Rules is rules. You know, I wrestled a girl when I was like five six years old i think she was like nine or ten and like you won didn't you (laughs) no No. you probably lost i did i swear so i would face the same kids at the wrestling tournaments you know i wrestled up to like third fourth grade and wrestled same kids every single tournament and then this one tournament i'm looking at my dad i'm like dad i gotta wrestle like a girl who's like what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he said, who is she? I'm like, dad, like, she's taller than I am. And I was like, dad, she's got boobs. <laughs> so, what, got boobs. what do I do? He said, son, you don't want to beat up a girl. <laughs> he said, don't grab her boobs or her crotch and you'll be good. I was like, do I just like lay down, let her pin me? He said, you know, try a little bit, and then if you're feeling comfortable, just, like, lay on your back. I'm like, you're it was just so awkward. <laughs> so is that the first time you got a boner? It, yes. <laughs> In a singlet, yes. In a singlet. He didn't say overall. He said in a singlet. Oh, that's funny. It was, like, borderline sexual assault. <laughs> I, I've always sucked at wrestling. Never do it. Like my cousin and I, we used to wrestle all the time. Like uh, when we got home from uh, school, we just pissed each other off. We start fighting or whatever. He'd always beat my ass because <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I could get him down, but once I got him down, I didn't know like what to do, how to pin him or whatever. You gotta make him pat, bro. And I didn't want to like hurt him or like break his arm or anything. <laughs> so I did like, nah, how do ar- arm bars are alive? <laughs> <laughs> like. How do I hurt him but not kill him? Kind of thing. <laughs> Going to the family table. <laughs> I remember this one kid we used to. I used to wrestle in all these tournaments I went to, and we'd go into like a cafeteria of like these high schools or whatever, and they would like 
call out who's wrestling next. And I'd be sitting there and be like, yep, Jordan, you're wrestling so-and-so. And I look over and I see the kid. He looks at me. He looks at his mom. And then he starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was I was a little bit bigger than every kid. A little bit? Well, you know, a little bit taller. Probably like a foot <laughs> taller than kids my age at the time. And being a little pudgy, you know, the heavyweight class. <laughs> and I, I, I felt bad. My dad, because I wrestled this kid like three times in one day. And I said, dad told me, he said, son, take it easy on him. <laughs> he said, win, but take it easy on him. <laughs> and when we get out there, and the ref says, like, you're ready to go. And we shake hands. And the kid just starts screaming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devin's wedding the night before we were at uh, one of our buddies' house. You know, just the guys, and you know, we're getting into one, and sit, you know, listening to music, drinking, and having a good time. And there's like probably what, six of us there, maybe, and it's like late at night. Again, this is the night before his wedding, and somebody says something about wrestling or whatever. So, somebody starts trash talking somebody. Then it turned to me, and like Rob, I bet you can't beat Dennis in a wrestling match or whatever. And I'm like, I ain't gonna wrestle him. I'm not gonna, you know, fuck around with him or whatever. It's the night before Devin's wedding, you know. And they just kept nagging it on, nagging it on. I'm like, no, no. And Dennis is outside at this point. And I'm like, no. I'm like, come on. So then I just bolt out the door. I just <laughs> run as fast as I can right at Dennis. And he's like, he's like, I don't know what to do. I just fall out tackled his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, we all wrestled that night and we showed up to Devin's wedding. Some of us had cuts and shit all over us and wow. bruises. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't really on the in the face, so you couldn't see it. You know, in the well, pictures or anything. Pictures. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, if somebody would have came with a broken nose or something, uh, that would not have been a good thing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but no, that was fun. All fun and games. Until somebody goes through the window. Goes through the window? Didn't, the win- didn't his window break that night? His dining room window? Didn't one of the oh, girls break yeah. that window? Was it, that was that night? I think so. It was that night. Yeah, that's a whole different story. We won't get into that one. <laughs> we didn't go through his window. We just broke had, it. Yeah. <laughs> there was one day I broke three windows in about a half hour. Damn. Doing what? We, uh, windows. every year for on varsity football, we would go to our football camp. Well, it was like this two-story, open-floor-plan building, you know, just wide open space. If we would get our whole team, you know, about 60, 65 kids, even 50 people out there, you start, like, bouncing and jumping around to, like, like having a party, you could feel the floor shake, and, like, it would bow down. So I was, was on the offensive side, and we all stayed on the first floor and all the defense stayed on the second floor while I was messing around one day and uh, picking on a underclassman ran upstairs and uh, he chased me downstairs 
and I slammed the door shut to go down downstairs. He went to go uh, brace the door with his arm so it wouldn't shut, and his hand went through the uh, window. So that was window one. Oh, damn. <laughs> he cut his hand open. Not bad, but didn't need stitches. Then uh, later on that day, they brought around fruit boxes. And I told my buddy, I was like, hey, man, toss me an apple. Toss me an This thing had, like, wormholes in it. And I'm like, fuck this apple. And I went to go throw it to uh, Jordy. And uh, threw it to him. Missed throwing it to him. And it went through two windows. So the one window was open and it went through two windows. Jesus, how hard did you throw this apple? <laughs> I chucked it. <laughs> I chucked it pretty hard. God damn. <laughs> Can't say I've ever broke a window. Hey, at least I didn't have to pay for it. I, I didn't break Dennis's. That wasn't me. I, I, I know it wasn't you. I know who it was. Um, I just brought it up because that happened that night. Mm. Mm. You ever break a window? On accident. <laughs> I feel like everybody's got to have a window story. I have a window story. I would hit the window. It just seemed like I barely tapped it and it broke the fucking window. Wait, why are you climbing on top of the house? I was a kid. (laughs) Whose house was it? My buddy Kyle's. Oh. Thought you were going to say you're sneaking into a girl's house or something? No. I never did that. Never? Not once. Plead the fifth. What? Why are you looking at me like that? I've never done that. I know. I'm just looking at you. You're look. I'm looking at you because you're my husband, and I love you. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> there's no, definitely there's a not. story there. No, there's not. No, when I was in high school, I was dating somebody that was out of high school, and oh. one of his friends oh had a gosh. house that we would oh, yeah. we would go and hang out that um one of the times one of the one of the friends got really drunk and he he tripped or I don't I don't know but he hit the window and he busted a hole in the window and then he was like screaming in pain and he was holding his neck so then we're all thinking like it was his head that hit the window and then like sliced his neck open no, he cut his arm. What a baby. And then he <laughs> fell on the floor, and then they all had a good idea to packing tape him to the floor. Oh my gosh. Because they just put paper towel over the cut on his arm and wrapped his arm in packing tape. And then they <laughs> packing taped him to the floor. The redneck band-aid. Isn't he a That's cop now? Tape. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, the packing taping him to the floor didn't work out so good when he threw up all over the place. Michigan's finest, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Pure Michigan. Well, we went to a party there with Megan. Actually, it's just coming up on however many years ago that was because, Mm -hmm. well, it was the year we got married, so five years ago, like this coming week, we went over there and we walk into this kid's house and he's like, hey, Rob, I bet you 20 bucks my pig can chug a beer faster than you can because he had a pet pig in his house. He cracked this beer dumped it in the pig's bowl and he drank it faster than Rob could even like start to take a drink. Even the pig tipped the bowl so he did the last drop. It wouldn't spill. (laughs) That's funny. Never spilled. That pig is an (laughs) elky. Kind of like uh, Jordy's parents' dog. Oh 
my gosh. That dog will whimper and whine because it wants beer. Yeah. <laughs> my parents used to give their dog beer, and then he died. <laughs> Wait. Rip. Because of the beer? No correlation. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's death was due to liver disease. <laughs> Maybe. Cirrhosis. Cirrhosis of the liver. About How about them bears? Da bears. bears. <laughs> I want to see that movie. I heard it was bad. Was yeah, it? it's gotta be bad. Too. My aunt said it was bad. It's gotta be not great. <laughs> but cocaine his, bear. But it's his last movie that he was in. So. What What's the cocaine bear? Yeah, uh, well, clearly. Ray Liotta. I think. Yeah, Ray Liotta. Yeah. Will you you're, unhook him? You're a little short there, Tom. No, he's hooked on the cord. God, he's hooked. He's fine. I hate it, Eve. Wow, then just leave. <laughs> yeah, Ray, Ray yeah, Liotta. Ray I think he died, like, must have died right at the end of filming. Because when I saw the first commercial, I'm like, isn't was he it dead? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Who is that guy? What's he in? He's in Wild Hogs. Yeah, Wild Hogs. Goodfellas. Oh, not, Goodfellas, he, he's yeah. not like Tim Allen with the cocaine realm? No. All right. Goodfellas. He's in the B movie. Oh my gosh, he is. Wait, what character is he in the B movie? Probably a B. No. <laughs> He's a B in the B movie? I don't know. I've never seen it. No, no, no. There's a part where they do an award for Ray Liotta. Do you remember? Right there, he plays Ray Liotta. Wow. In court. Oh, yes. Now He's I remember. A, He's a witness. Yep. Never seen that movie. Me either. He's a good one. I want to see that new movie called Megan. It looks creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a pass. Based on a true story <laughs> of my wife. <laughs> well, hey, it's not spelled the same, so it doesn't count. So Rob and I have been watching this show, Fire Country. Good shit. On fire. My parents it's so on fire. It is. It's, so it's on Paramount. It is so good. <laughs> we are all caught up now, but it is the guy, the Max Therot from the Past Fire, the teenage kid. He's the star of it. It's really good. It's we watched. Uh, the Terminal List on Amazon Prime. Ooh. That's really good, too. Ooh. What was the other good one? Good movie. Uh, Jack Reacher? Yeah. Reacher. Oh, Reacher. yeah. Reacher's good. That's when a good one. We watched some Jack Reacher episodes when Darren lived here. I don't remember that. That was a long time ago. I thought Jack Reacher was, was the Tom Cruise movies. I think no. I don't think no. it's called Jack Reacher. No. I think it's you're just thinking, called Reacher. Oh, I'm thinking I'm thinking, I'm thinking Jack Ryan. I'm oh, thinking Jack, Jack Ryan, Ryan is the move the shows that we were watching with um Darren with John Krasinski in it. This yeah, Jack Reacher is straight behind you. Yeah. With Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. Yeah, no, this is just called Reacher. It's just uh it's just a show, it's not a movie. That's crazy. Tom, Tom Cruise is <laughs> what? No, he has little Isn't man Tom syndrome. Cruise still a part of that cult? He has little man syndrome. Scientology. Is that why his teeth are like that? Yeah. What's wrong with his teeth? Look at they're, they're not even the same size. This is like right in the middle of his face. It's black above it. That's inbred right there. It's kind of in the middle, I guess. That's I don't strange. know. Look at that picture. That's pretty good. His face is like crooked. He kind of looks like the grown-up kid off of uh, the Andy Griffith show. Anyway, <laughs> what were y'all talking about? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Tom has all these fun facts about celebrities, these weird little facts about them. 
You can't ask me them on the spot because I will not know. Hey, maybe we should just have like a... They just got to come to them. Yeah. <laughs> we should have like a fun fact segment just from Tom. Tom's fun facts. Yeah, Tom's fun facts. What do you got, Tom? What do we'll you got for us it. today? Tom Cruise's teeth. <laughs> you know what those teeth remind me of? Check them out. Bugs Bunny. I think when you brought that picture teeth. up, all I could think of is the episode of The Office when they're talking about Hillary Swank and how she's hot. Never seen because that's when Michael goes to sign the lease for his apartment. Oh, that's a good idea, Jordan. We should do that. Tom should give us a fun fact every week. Yes. Alright. <laughs> she kinda Ooh, who's that? She's hot. Yes. <laughs> so ha, I did it again. <laughs> You're really trying hard this week. <laughs> um we like to do a segment called Tales from the Bottle. We like to. We just started it uh one last, last week. week. Well we we tried to do it before. Everybody vetoed it kind of. I don't have very many tales from the bottle. Rob's got yeah. lots of tales from the bottle. Like, he just can't remember them. Yeah. So I got a good tale, like Rob's tale. Yeah. Let's uh let's Give go around. Let's go. Are you gonna tell the, the story about your bachelor party? Because that's a tale from the <laughs> bottle. Let's go around the table here and have a tale from the bottle. Here. So can I start off first? <laughs> go for it. Tom around the table. <laughs> <laughs> So, for my bachelor party, we went downstate to where I grew up. With uh, Met up with a couple of my buddies on Friday night. We uh, went drinking. This sounds like good a old, for you, Aunt Bob, really. Yeah, good old village pizzeria. <laughs> and uh, got doing some drinking, and all my buddies said, let's go bowling. I'm like, all right, I don't care. Let's, let's do it. So... We all finish eating our pizza, drinking our beers, mixed drinks, whatever. We pay our bills. We leave. As we leave, we walk out the back door of the parking lot. And Rob's got a beer glass in his hand. Still in my kitchen. <laughs> I forgot that's, about that. That's still, in, still my in my kitchen. And then... Next, yeah, I left it in your truck. Yep. yep. Best man at my wedding, Jordy. He had his whiskey glass and, like, two or three shot glasses in his hoodie pocket that he just <laughs> snagged. So after that, you know, we were half in the wind going to the bowling alley. Oh, yeah, for sure. We were, we were one and a half sheets, definitely in the wind. Yeah. We get to the bowling alley. Me and my other buddy were walking up ahead, and Rob and another buddy was behind me. I'm at the very end. Yes. <clears throat> We're walking over to the bar section and the uh, bowling alley, and to split off like the bar area, there's like like a bar top counter kind of mm-hmm. separates it. There was a pizza sitting on the uh, ledge, and it was like half eaten, and there was like napkins thrown on it, like somebody's gonna like somebody's done with it, done eating. And my one buddy says, "Hey, bet you won't take a bite of that pizza." <laughs> And you will learn, Rob is never somebody I say, I bet you won't. So, I didn't know this, but Rob, allegedly, (laughs) grabbed a piece of that pizza. (laughs) Rob grabbed a piece of that pizza, took a bite, put it back. We end up going to sit down at the table. We order a drink. 
We're sitting there. The owner comes up <laughs> to us and says, yeah, did uh, somebody take a bite of that pizza? <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, 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 we just got here. What are you talking about? Mind you, there's like six, eight of us. Uh-huh. And we're like, no, like I told him, I was like, I did not. I was like, nobody took a bite of that pizza. It's, I said, it's garbage. Like somebody's throwing it away. <laughs> he was like, oh, okay. Dude walks away. Comes back and he looks at Rob. So nobody's going to admit that they ate a piece of that pizza. No, nobody took a bite of that fucking pizza. <laughs> he looks at Rob. Yeah, I have it on camera that you took a bite of that pizza. <laughs> he said, uh, after you guys finish your drinks, you need to leave. So we got kicked out. Well, at least you let finish your drinks. Luckily, a girl I went to school with, good old Jen... I said, Jen, I was like, you have to, like, convince the owner to, like, let us stay. I said, this, I'm pleading my case. Like, this is literally my bachelor party or a bachelor weekend. She was like, I swear to God, if you fuck things up, I am coming for you. And I'm like, all right, cool. She goes and talks to him, comes back. You guys are on thin ice, but you can stay. I'm like, sweet. And didn't they make us pay for the pizza? Yeah, you paid for that pizza. <clears throat> yeah. You had to buy the whole pizza. Yep. And the thing was, it was a, a worker's pizza that they were going to take home, allegedly. But I think that was a bunch of bullshit. Probably. Yeah. Just throw the slice away that Rob took a bite of. Yeah. yeah. They made a really big deal about no. It was, it was. Yeah. So we ended up bowling and taking. We should have just left. Is what we should have did. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad we did it because going to leave was the best part. Oh yeah. We uh, we bowled. We were gonna bowl like four games. We got to our third game. Got two frames in, and I can't tell tell you how many beam and cokes I had and shots. Oh yeah, we were. Fucked. We were pretty toasty, and then. We're like, all right, let's go home. Like, we are too drunk to bowl. Yep. So we go to leave, and I'm walking out with my buddy. Rob's following us, and we get outside. We literally walk out the front door. My buddy Timmy says, hey, Jordan, look what I got. <clears throat> Pulls a bowling ball <laughs> out from underneath <laughs> his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> he said, what, well, I gotta have a souvenir? <laughs> so then somebody down at the far end of the parking lot where me and you parked. Yeah. Somebody says, hey, you can't take that outside the building. Wasn't it a worker that came out? Yeah, yeah a worker out by the dumpster <laughs> smoking. So Timmy says, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> he... My buddy Timmy, love him to death, bowls his bowling ball across the parking lot. <laughs> away from the worker. Away from the worker. This thing had to have gone 100 yards across the parking lot. The worker's chasing it. He's chasing oh, it. Buddy just runs to his truck. I'm like, hey, you got to go. We all got to go. And I'm like, we are definitely not allowed back here anymore. <laughs> You already had it outside. You might as well have taken it. Yeah. Yeah. We get to the boys. truck and Rob's like, oh, yeah, I forgot I still have my beer in here from the Village Pizza. 
<laughs> he tripped <laughs> I drove I'm like This is fucked up Watching that guy Chase that bowling ball Across that parking lot That was awesome I wish we could get our hands On that footage Because that was hilarious <laughs> Oh Timmy went back there And Stole another ball <laughs> No His family bowls Like in a league there Or every week or whatever and his uncle owns, like, a big garbage disposal company downstate around there. And he takes, like, the bowling alley is through their garbage company. <laughs> so everybody knows my buddy's uncle. And uh, the owner came up to Timmy and was like, hey, just because of who you are, I'll let you say in here. He said, because if you weren't with your family, you would not be allowed back in here. <laughs> So I think we're all banned. <laughs> I want to go back, but I think we're posters of you. Never let these guys back in here again, especially Rob, oh, all because so he took a bite of that pizza. And he paid like what twenty dollars for it? <laughs> the bill was outrageous. it was like a medium sized pizza. Yeah, it was crazy. And it wasn't even that great of pizza. It was like a cheap bar pizza, like yeah, a, a bowling, bowling alley, alley pizza. pizza. <laughs> it was it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> and a medium pizza was like sixteen, seventeen dollars. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Okay, so you don't know what somebody else can tell their tales from the bottle in a second but you don't know why tom and i gave each other looks when he said something about biting out of something and tom said sounds familiar fourth of july like oh yeah (laughs) 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 down the river getting drunk having a good time and we stopped uh you know we stopped like probably what halfway we stopped a couple times but that time was about halfway through and was it who were we with, and who was who was on the hill? Was it? It was you, Devin, his brother. Mm, yeah. It was it just was the four, four of us. Four and of Rob. You. Yeah. But uh, they found a sandwich uh, up on the hill. A magic sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it was magic, all right. <laughs> it had mold on it. It was like a half-eaten sub. sub yeah. And uh, Devin's like, I bet you won't take a bite out of this or something. So I think I brought it up. I said, I bet nobody will take a bite out of this. I think we all took a bite out of it, but I took like two or three bites out of this sandwich. So, so you were hungry. I got out of my tube, ran up the hill so fast to take a bite out of that sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, and I was, we were going down the river with a bunch of our friends. My one friend that lives in Iowa was home. I don't get to see her very often. And I said to Rob, as we're getting out of the river, I'm like, so you're going to drive? Yep. And we're passed around like bottles of Boone's Farm, bottles of Pucker. Like any bottle that we had was getting passed around. Yep. Boone's Farm and, is the ultimate hangover. Oh, it is. So I hand it to Rob, and he just passes it along. So I was like, oh, so you really are driving? Yeah, I told you I was. So I'm just getting schnockered. I'm chugging. They bring, they hand me the bottle of wine, and there's like, can you say that again? Schnockered. Schnockered. That should be the word of the day. (laughs) Schnockered. That's the outro of this episode. I'm getting schnockered. <laughs> Put it out there. I, they hand me the bottle of Boone's Farm, and there's like just a little bit under the label to the bottom left, and I just down it. And I'm like, well, that's gone. What's next? So they eat this sandwich, and we're going along. Rob tips the tube over, which I th- I forgot that I moved my keys in my phone. I thought my keys in there, my phone was in there, my drink, my really nice koozie was there in the bottom, along with his hat, or in the bottom of the Asabo River. 
So at one point I look over and he's throwing up in the river, like throwing the water onto his arm to get it off. Devin, dude, it was a good time. Dude, it was rough. Good old Rob. Devin drives me back to my car because we left my car at drop off and Devin's truck at like where you get off the river. So Devin drives me back to my car and he's like, "Are you sure you're good?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Like it's not a big deal." I quit drinking when he like not long after he ate that sandwich. So I pull into the area to pick them up and I looked at Devin. I'm like, "Look at the options here." Rob and Tom were rolling together in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> and we were in my own. I... Were they down a hill at least? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were in the middle of like <clears throat> where you turn around to back up, you know, back your boat in the water. There's like a big patch of grass right yeah. there. That's, That's where we were. They're like, and Tom had to carry Rob out of the river. So they were schnockered. Yeah, they were schnockered. They dropped him in the water. So then, yeah. <laughs> he lost his hat. I pull up. I look at Devin. I'm like, look at the options to get us back. And it's I give Rob a ton of credit just for this little bit for that day because he has not had fast food since like the January before that and this was July of 21 so Tom and I are like we're gonna smash some Mickey D's it sounds so good we sat in the drive-thru for like 45 minutes because it's the 4th of July everybody's getting off the river and I pull up to the window to order I'm like Rob do you want anything and he just shakes his head that was the only contact we had the whole way I, Tom's like, can you drop me off in Rose City? I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I look back. He's like rolling around the back seat. There's French fries everywhere. <laughs> Rob's passed out. I was I'm a like, schnocker. Oh my God. <laughs> Bottom line, there was something in that sub. <laughs> there was, like, there's probably magic mushrooms on that sub or something. Cause I, it's probably been sitting out there for two days. Well, then well, I, like, I, I feel like I didn't drink that much. Like she said, I was passing up the shots and everything. And he ate a whole sub on our way up. So it's not like he just drank a bunch and didn't eat like he did last week. So was it good old food poisoning then? No, because, well, and that's what I said to him. I said, he's like, there's something in that sub. I said, well, like Tom and the other guys took a bite of it too. I did throw up, but that was You threw up before just, you ate the yeah, sub. Yeah, that's right. And I said... I'm like, I'm sorry I threw up, guys. <laughs> They're like, we didn't even fucking know. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, well... I said, Tom and the other guys took a bite of the sandwich, too. Well, they took one bite, but I had to one-up the boys, so I took, like, two or three. I'm like, maybe there was something in it. Good I don't old know. magic mushroom. We never there opened had... it up to check, either. No, no there had, had to have been anything. something in that sub. Like, why was there a half-eaten sub on the bank of a river? You're lucky you didn't trip balls on LSD or some acid or something. Dude, the last thing I remember was my hat fell off. And I chased it down the river, which felt like a mile. <laughs> Chasing my hat down the river. Never got that hat back. And then when we thought that I dumped your phone in the river, um, and you're freaking out about it. I'm like, oh, no, I dropped your oh phone Oh, my God. In the river. <laughs> what are and you going to do? Kelsey and is just livid. Like, she... <laughs> If and it that was, was just us two, I'd probably be in the river right now. <laughs> well, that was when I was still doing cups yeah. and stuff, and, like, all of my stuff was on my phone, and, like, my keys. I'm like, not just my fucking phone, Rob. Like, how the fuck are we getting home? My keys were in there, da 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 And I'm sitting there freaking out, and our friend from Iowa brought a friend with her, and she's like, 
he she pulls out this plastic case and she pulls out a phone she's like is this yours like well, what is the what is the lock screen and sure shit it's me and rob with the dogs i'm like oh yeah it's fine <laughs> well yeah that's the last thing i remember and i remember getting home and i was fine when we got home and you were not fine, but you were better than you were. And then one of our other friends was like, do you, and well, the friends that we were with, they're like, Hey, you want to come watch fireworks? I'm like, well, um, I was drunk and I had to sober up really, really fast to drive us home. And now I'm hungover and I haven't went to sleep yet. So I'm going to go to bed. It was like 10 o'clock, eight yeah. o'clock, eight, nine o'clock. That's I was honestly the worst. Oh my God. You yeah, get drunk. And then Kelsey, we owe you one for that. <laughs> I owe Kelsey a bunch. Buddy. <laughs> we could have a whole episode on just why Rob owes me a bunch. Let's see. Pantry. Good old pantry. pantry. We've already talked about that one, though. No, I don't think we have. have we? No. I don't think so. That was the ultimate Rob story I've ever heard in well, my I'll, entire life. I'll get to my Tales from the Bottle stories. Meg, you can go. Ooh. I don't know. Well, we'll let you think, Rob. Yeah. Well, the thing with Megan is that she has like oh. two drinks and she's fucking throwing up. Not anymore. She it's used to three have three or four now. Say what you have at trivia it's night three four. Three or four now. But I give her credit; she always puke and rally. Every Still time does. she puke and rally. A couple I, weeks ago, <clears throat> trivia night. I've never puked and rallied. I don't think I've ever done. I that. have. Why not? Hey, do you remember like Bachelor Weekend, eating all that food and drinking at the Gun Club? Yeah. I puke and rallied like three times, yeah. just drinking straight whiskey yeah, the on shirt the rocks. You have on, you <clears throat> yes, exact same shirt. Puked on my left handcuff. Well, and that night with the whole bowling alley incident, we're back at the hotel because we were at her bachelorette party weekend, and I had my do not disturb on my phone for after ten o'clock, like ten to five. My do not disturb is on, but people that are listed in my favorites, like my family and my husband and a couple of my really close friends. If they call me when my do not disturb is on, my phone will still ring just in case. It's what, like two o'clock in the morning and my phone rings and I'm like, <gasps> and I knew it was Rob because he has a different ringtone. I'm like, hello. Hey, um, what's the Netflix password? <laughs> <laughs> so I send it to him. I don't know if he ended up getting it on his phone, but his old phone, he had a kickstand case like this one and it bent because he had it propped up, and he fell asleep on his phone yeah. and <laughs> let the kickstand on his phone case. So, <clears throat> did it again. <laughs> it's fine. I guess my tale from the bottle would be when we went to, <clears throat> the four of us went to... Uh, Put-in-Bay. Put-in-Bay. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. That bottle. is a classic. <laughs> so, we... I did it again. God <laughs> damn it. It's fine. <clears throat> so how's it going there, eh? So, so we're drinking all day, and we end up at the brewery on Putin Bay. Yep. And, uh, you know, I'm already probably at least two sheets still in, if not three. Me, I was the responsible one because yeah. I had to drive home. Yeah. It wasn't a far drive, but I had to drive home. So Kelsey and I order a flight from this brewery and after this already having a beer he already had at least one beer i already had a bloody mary and normally at breweries when you order a flight you get to pick like four, four. or five beers this so i said I hey like <laughs> um how many beers are in your flight oh you get all of them all eight i drank like three of the stouts <laughs> yep. 
But anyways, we're <clears throat> at the brewery, and <laughs> all of a sudden, somebody comes up to me, taps me on the shoulder, and I turn around. It's a chick. And her mom. No, it was her friend. Oh. No, it was her. It's her bachelorette party, and she's like, "What kind of underwear are you wearing?" <laughs> I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Are they like boxers or briefs or, or what?" I'm like, "I don't know. I think they're briefs." And I'm like, okay, that'll do. No, I said, because I chirped in. I'm like, they're boxer briefs. Oh, they look at each other and they like converse for a second. They're like, yeah, that'll work. Can we have your underwear? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) 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 Do you want me to strip right here or what do you want? But no, I went to the bathroom, took my underwear off and gave them to the lucky ladies. And then we get a picture of them. I have a picture of you. Do you know what the funny part was? Megan chirps in. Jordan wears that same kind of underwear. He probably has the same kind on. Sure same as shit. Color the exact same color, exact same <laughs> underwear on. Yeah. Well, then I remember leaving the brewery and we I I remember for as drunk as I got, I remember a really good part of that day. Cuz then we left the brewery and went we went to two other bars and Rob ordered water at both of them and we Wasn't that brewery after the uh train? Or the, the fire, fire truck. Fire truck? Yeah. We spent a long time at the fire truck bar. Yeah, because there was a bachelor party there. Yeah. Yeah, those dudes from Indiana. You know, I fucked up. I should have traded underwear with her. But I should have did. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Damn. Because should I you remember. Have? Is that really what you should have done? Yes. Come on. Here's the reason. It's a fair trade. Here's the reason. The rest of the day, you were walking around and you were like, because it was hot out. It was very it hot. Was like, it was like it was 88 September. degrees. <laughs> it was in the 80s. And we're walking around, and Rob's like, I fucked up. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, I'm so chafed. He said, I am so chafed. My balls are sticking to my leg. I'm like, yeah. He said, I wish I had to give my underwear away. I said, I still got mine on. I'm pretty comfy. That's all I heard the rest of the day. Because we went to two other bars, and then we went up to the... um, booth for the ferry to see, make sure we could move our ferry tickets up to an earlier ferry like there's one leaving in five minutes if you want to get on that one we're like you know what we that's perfect it. we got on the ferry it was fine everything was great and i was so drunk that while i was on the ferry i kept closing my eyes like not passing out but i was gonna get motion sickness because i had drank so much I remember being on the way back and rob waking me up to show <laughs> me that your daughter had a name Yep. <laughs> yep. He's like, hey, look, they they named her. I'm like, great. And then I fell back asleep. Granted, there was oh, like there was like <laughs> five foot waves. On yeah, it was that, rough that, that yeah. night going home. It was. Yeah. Well, then we get back to shore and we're like, okay, we're gonna go to the truck now. It's fine. And I we come up to the road and I book it across the road and start throwing up in this bush. No, it wasn't a bush. <laughs> it was, it, no, it was behind the. No. So there is a, it's called, was it Miller Boat Ferry or Jet Express? Jet, Jet Express. Express. So across the street, they have like this whole like garden, all these fancy flowers <laughs> out there and the sign for Jet Express across the street. And that's where the parking lot is. And that's where I threw up. And Kelsey just went right over there and threw up. Then got the nickname Ralph. Yeah. Rob was after that weekend. Rob was Captain Underpants, and I was Ralph. <laughs> but I had a my purse at the time was a book bag, and we collect growlers from breweries. So we 
got an empty one from the Put in Bay Brewery, and we had that in my purse along with Megan's fish bowl from the one bar we went to, and then we had these little four of those little plastic rubber sharks. plastic sharks for like kids' toys and bathtubs. Yeah, because we went. Shots on them. They, they were shark yeah, shots. Shark shots. So they were all stuffed in this fish bowl, and I'm like, was anybody- Megan wearing it at that point? I had it in my hand. She had a hold of it because I yeah. I handed it to her and ran across the road. And I'm like, does anybody have any water? And you guys are like, we just got the fucking boat, Kelsey. Nobody has water. I'm like, there's there's gum in the bottom of my purse because I had to get the taste out of my mouth. So Megan opens my purse up and hands the fishbowl to Rob to hold it. Big Beca- mistake. Big mistake. Because he thought it was coming out of my purse. He thought it was mine. He drop kicks it into traffic. Like, into the Rob, Rob said, fuck this bull. <laughs> Punts it into the parking lot. And then I'm yelling. I'm like, Rob, you asshole. That's mine. Because we were Megan, there for Megan's birthday weekend. Megan and Kelsey was in tears over it. I ran into Drunkenly stumbled into the street. <laughs> Granted, there is cops around because... It's Port Clinton. Yeah. And I'm like, we got to go. Like, I got to get you drunk bucks. Back. Well, then we went to Walmart and I was so cold. I had to wear one of your sweatshirts and I had shorts on. We're walking through Walmart and they're like rushing through the store. Got to get our snacks so we can no, get we back. No, we were not rushing. I was like, definitely not rushing. I'm like shuffling behind. I'm like, I might throw up in the store. <laughs> We got back to the trailer, and I puked some more. Megan puked some, and we went to bed. Rob passed out in the middle of eating his pizza boat. (laughs) Well, and Jordan was very confused because at one point, he looks over, and Kelsey's sitting in the rocking chair in the living room in her bra and underwear (laughs) watching Netflix on her iPad. I was messed up, man. He looks at Kelsey and goes, where's your pants? She says, you don't want to see, don't fucking look. <laughs> uh, prior to that, we're sitting down at the table, and she walks back to her room and comes back out, and I heard her walk, and I happen to look over, and I'm like, oh, all right. She's in a bra and underwear. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, I lied. I do not remember that part of the night. And you said, it's nothing you've never seen before. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I I don't remember that part. <laughs> so I do have one that I can remember right now. This better not be about me too. It's not. Okay. <laughs> Jordan's gonna have to help me because I don't exactly remember all of it. Which one was it? The Christmas party at bowling this past year. So the league that we bowl on around Christmas, that's like halfway through the season. And this is on a Sunday. I had taken the the following day off, that Monday off. So I had complete intentions of getting schnockered, as Kelsey said. So... <laughs> the new word. <laughs> Clip it. Oh, she <laughs> got schnockered, all right. I was drinking beer, mostly. Yeah, you are drinking beer. I was drinking beer. And Budweiser's. They always do... No, I was drinking Bush. I'm pretty sure. No, I thought you... I was drinking Bush. And then... um. At the end, you draw for partners and you bowl scotch doubles for the second half of the night. And the partner that Jordan had ended up ordering shots and she ordered me a beer. Yeah, ordered Megan and her a shot of uh, Jose Cuervo. Gold. Gold and another beer. And I look at her and I'm like, 
Oh, shit. I'm like, this is going to be Pukes McGee tonight. I remember mm. taking the shot of tequila, and then I don't remember what happened after that. That beer, she left on the table because she already had a half full one in her hand. She walks away, goes fin- we finish up bowling. She gets talking to everybody that night. We, us, and another couple were like the last ones there besides the employees. Megan says to me, you know, I got to pee, but I also think I have to puke. Like, should I try to puke? I'm like, I said, I don't care. I said, you're not puking in my truck. So if you got to puke, just puke, whatever. Goes in the bathroom. <laughs> All I hear is, and somebody says, what's going on in there? I'm like, oh, yeah, Megan's puking. So then she comes out, and I go over, and I grab the beer off the counter that my partner for Scotch Doubles bought her. In my defense, he should have gotten rid of it before I came back. And she said, what's that? I said, it's the beer you had ordered. I said, I'm going to drink some of it, you know, that way it doesn't go all the waste. I feel bad about that, you know. She was like, no, I'm going to drink it. Takes it from me. This thing's like three quarters full at the time. Chugs it. Nice. And says, all right, I'm ready to go. All right. I do remember getting in the truck, and I remember driving most of the way home until we we had to stop on the side of So I, So she was like, my belly feels queasy. Like, I don't feel good and i'm like all right like we gotta wait until like we're like almost home around the farm field by our house i'm like then we can pull over because if we pull over on the main road definitely could get pulled over by a cop whatever (laughs) i was fine to drive though and i remember getting out of the truck and barely making it out of the truck to puke i puked all over my shoe yeah, she had muck boots Dang. on, luckily, and uh, pukes over her shoe, and it, she, it was cold out. It was only, like, 15 degrees outside, and she's out yeah. there puking up icicles. <laughs> so I, I go out there, and I'm like, honey, you all right? She says, yeah, I'm good. I just had to puke a little bit. And <laughs> she said, I think I got it all out of my system. So I'm like, all right, let's get you back in the truck. Car comes by, and I'm like. I hope this isn't a cop. <laughs> like, that's just going to make this whole night ten times worse. And I get her back. I go to, you know, walk her to the truck. And it's only, like, six foot away. She goes to take a step. Her legs just give out. <laughs> catch her. My knees buckled. Her knees buckled. I caught her. Got her up. Literally carried, put her in the truck. Drive the three, four miles home. We get home, she's, we get in the driveway, she said, passed out in a matter of three, four miles. I look over at her, I'm like, wake up, wake up. She wakes up, huh, what? Hey, honey, we're home. She says, oh, okay, I, I gotta go to the bathroom, I think I gotta puke again, and I might have to pee. I'm like, oh, okay. So, as we're walk- <coughs> walking in the house... Her knees buckle out twice. <laughs> Just dead weight. <laughs> then we get inside. The dogs are going nuts. Knee- legs buckle out again. <laughs> and basically drag her to the bathroom. 
Mm-hmm. At least she didn't pee her pants. That's pretty impressive. It's true. Only the cool kids pee their pants. I guess. My daughter has a onesie that says that. It says you ain't cool unless you pee your pants. What movie I can, is that from? I can honestly say that I have never, right? oh, never yeah. peed my pants drunk. I can't say the same. <laughs> I've never peed my <laughs> pants. I've made a few people pee their pants. Think about <laughs> that one. I'm not sure. I remember the good old high school days of drinking with the buddies. You know, I was always a bigger guy. And, uh... Mr. Picker. <laughs> Picking up the table. My God. Has it been so, doing the whole time? No. So, somebody challenged me. Hey, I bet you I can take more shots than you can. And we're drinking Fireball. Oh, God. Uh-uh. That makes me want to throw up right now. Yep. So, I had to teach somebody a lesson. Like, you know, I can hang with the best of them. We did 16 shots of Fireball. Ooh. After I drank like 12, 13 <laughs> beers, I'm like, I was, I was drunk, but you know, all good though. You were schnockered? I was schnockered. This dude passes out. About 15 minutes later, we go check on him. Pukes and pees and poops <laughs> all at the same time. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Just the ultimate release. Yep, yep all three. <laughs> two or three times you had afterwards. That. That was two, <laughs> yeah. two times. That's happened twice. So Megan, uh, Kelsey, and I were watching some videos the other night. Yeah. And we got to some back in the apartment. There's Me- a cat over there. <laughs> that wasn't even the video I pulled up. You remember the night when? I'll just show it to her. The girls were all in their bras and underwear dancing around. I think so. She don't remember. Nope. This night? I think it was the night that the whipped cream oh, night. Oh, yes. <laughs> I do remember yeah. that. We don't need to go any further. <laughs> yeah, that was I a good night. I do remember that. That was rough for everybody. Tom, you got any tales from the bottle? Fourth of July one was the, was the <laughs> one. So. Rob? I did the... Oh, it's my turn? I did the underwear one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Trying to. I mean, the Fourth of July one was mine, but one. she told the whole. Thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I got another one. I'm, let me go through my oh, I got category. Plenty, so. <laughs> let me go. Th- yeah, I got plenty. Search the memory bank. So <laughs> I'll go back when we lived in our apartment. We had been together like just over a year. We had some friends over one night, and we're drinking, playing games, whatever. I had to work at six o'clock in the morning. Oh s- no! <laughs> no, I had to work at seven. <laughs> I had to work Here at seven. Go. So. It's like two. I'm like, I got to go upstairs. I got to shower. I got to be to work in five hours. I have to go to bed. So I go up, go to take my shower, come down, tell Rob goodnight. I go to bed and he walks me up to bed. He's like, I'll be, it's not going to be much longer. And he was drinking beer and then he was drinking Captain and Coke before we went to bed. So I'm like, all right, I'll see you when you come to bed. It's fine. The next thing I remember, I'm hearing this noise, and I remember saying, that's not the noise I wanted to wake up to, and then all at once you hear, and he threw up in my hair, all down the back of me, and our friends were staying in our spare room upstairs, because we lived in a townhouse, so I jump out of the bed, and I swear to this day, if there was something heavy enough next to the bed, I probably would have killed him that night, 
I jump up. I'm like, get the fuck out of this bed right now. Who the fuck do you think you are? She would have ended up on sword and scale. <laughs> <laughs> I get him. He gets it all started when he puked in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow when he came to bed, he managed to get completely naked except for his socks. So now he's trying. I'm like, hey, you got to hey. get in the shower. Because you're covered in puke. So he's staggering around the bed, trying to take his socks off. He gets in the shower. Just get in the shower with the socks at this point. <laughs> like, what I had been, and I had been out of the shower for maybe an hour. My hair was still damp. So I'm try- I have a towel with soap on it trying to get the puke out of my hair. That smell doesn't come out. I had to get back in the shower. So I open the shower curtain up, and he's standing underneath the shower like he's never been under a shower before. He's like... Uh, I'm like, get the fuck out of the way. I have to shower now. And then, like, three weeks later, two or three weeks later, some of our friends were moving away, and we went to their going away party, and we were supposed to have somebody else give us a ride home. And I'm going back in the archives for these ones, too. Yeah, I gotta say, I opened this can of worms. (laughs) I... Yep. I'm standing there looking... I'm standing there talking to Rob's like I'm gonna go talk to so and so I'll be right back like a half hour passes and I can't find him so I tell this one person that's there I'm like hey th- will you just watch our stuff like there's it's basically standing room only and you can barely move to walk in here like just keep an eye on our stuff make sure nobody gets into it so I walk in and I find him leaning up against this chair and the recliner is doing everything it can to hold Rob up and I'm like we it's time to go whatever you want babe i'm like no we're leaving now so i walk into the other room where our stuff is and the person that's watching our cooler is like oh i met rob he's a real nice guy i'm like you definitely did not meet rob like he's in there basically dead it's not him oh my god it was that guy right there i'm like that's Devin. it's fine he because i think he walked up and said can i have a beer i need to get one of these beers and this is kelsey and rob stuff and He's like, oh, I'm Rob. And she's like, okay, whatever. (laughs) So we go to walk out of this house, and it's a long, like, sloped driveway, and you have to take a step out of the... There's, like, two steps. He barely made it off of these steps. And he's carrying a couple drinks in his hands, but he's got his arms, like, close to his body, and he takes a step, and it's February, so it's slippery. His foot slides, and he's, like, sliding down the hill, spilling everywhere. (laughs) I get him in the truck put our stuff in the back and we're driving down the road and by the time I get to the stop sign he is hanging from the seatbelt passed out I keep reaching over checking his pulse on the way home making sure he's not dead we get to the apartment I open up his door for him to get out and he gets out and he he's like go take our coats inside and I turn around he was standing at the truck door starting to throw up when I went in the apartment I come back. He's now all the way at the back sitting on a snowbank, and he's still puking. So I get him <laughs> I get him into the house, and we're going upstairs. Again, an apartment. He's taking a step, grabbing the railing, and smacking the wall the whole way up the stairs. So we get into our bedroom, and he's, like, jumping. I'm like, what's the problem? I've really got to pee. I'm like, so go just a minute. This time he stripped completely naked, including his socks, 
and he goes into the bathroom. So I'm like fixing the bed, getting ready to get in it. And all of a sudden I hear this thud. I'm like, hmm, homeboy sleeping on the bathroom floor tonight, I guess. <laughs> I walk in and the slam I heard, his hands were up on the wall above the toilet, holding himself up to take a pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I mean, it's, Can't get that drunk, Rob. <laughs> it's, it was pretty impressive because the next day you go out next to my truck. <clears throat> like she said, I, <clears throat> I was throwing up. And then when she came back out, I was sitting on a snowbank. It was she said it was February, so there's snow on the ground. So you can look in the snow in the driveway. Like I like must have power puked, and it just like pushed me back to the snowbank. That's where I sat, like from my door to the snowbank. <laughs> but I really don't puke that much anymore. I haven't puked in a long time. It's been a while. I'll tell one more, and then I'll save the rest for another time. But do you have something to say first? You're supposed to have tales from the bottle about yourself. Well, there not... aren't any about me. Oh, I got no, a good one. <laughs> well, okay, I'll tell two. That's I'll tell the one about you, and then I have a, one. A tale from the bottle about yourself. Most of them you don't remember. I remember the first time I blacked out from drinking. <laughs> I do, too. It was right on this floor, right here. <laughs> we carried her to bed three times, and she kept crawling back out, so she slept in the bed with me and Rob and Jack that night. Yep. So this Thanksgiving, we went over to my parents, as we always do, and Rob takes a bottle of Chipotle vodka from Grand Traverse Distillery with him. Very good stuff. He mixes it with limeade. Well, I didn't realize until we were, like, getting ready to leave, he drank the entire bottle. So we get home, I get him in the car, and my parents live 10 minutes from us. We were barely out of their driveway, and he was asleep. So we get like a half mile down the road. I nudge him. I'm like, you need to put your seatbelt on. Like, it's Thanksgiving. It's, let's just go. He puts his seatbelt on. No problem. We get home. And I had had brought some stuff from my parents' house. So I carry that in. I carry our daughter in. I get everything in the house. And he's still in the car. So I open the door. And I'm nudging him. I'm like, come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. And he's, mmm. Like, come on, let's go. I grabbed his leg and, like, started to move him out of the car. And I'm like, come on, let's go. And he grabs his leg and puts it back in the car. He's like, all right, let's go. I'm like, what are you doing? I thought you were taking me to the cabin first. (laughs) I said, dude, it's 11 o'clock at night and you guys closed the fucking cabin yesterday. Get your ass in the house. So he comes in, and our daughter was only like three weeks old, so she was still sleeping in our room. He goes into our spare bathroom and passes out on the floor. I'm like, I'm going to bed. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) I don't even care at this point. So I don't know what time he came to bed, but he's telling me, he's like, I woke up on the living room floor. I'm like, what do you mean? So we have a dog camera where you can, I can, in the living room, I can see what's going on. So I go back and look at it. He had walked out of the... Because his like his knife and his wallet and his phone and stuff were out here. He came out of the bathroom, laid down. He grabbed the dog bed and like pulled it up underneath his head for a pillow and propped his legs up on the recliner and passed out for like three hours. Classic. Classic, Rob. <laughs> that was comfy. So if you want a Tales from the Bottle about me, uh, it, had, it was right after you and Jordan met. So three and a half years ago, just over, just under three and a half years ago. We end up at our local watering hole, the highway, and I'm drinking bee nectar mead. And those are a lot higher alcohol content. I had like three or four of them, and I think we did a lemon drop shot or two. 
and we get home. Megan and one of her friends is going to come over, and then two of our other friends are going to come over. We're going to drink, have a good time. Rob made steak. We smashed some steak. We're going to hang out now and just drink, play some games, whatever. So I'm doing shot after shot after shot after shot and still drinking whatever it was I was drinking that night. And he called me by my maiden name and I said, excuse me, my name is Kelsey Amber, motherfucking DeJetner. (laughs) And I smacked him in the face with a pocket shot and I took it and I got the pocket shot into my mouth and then I went, (laughs) and I made it out the door, on the porch, to the end of the porch, and threw up and continued to throw up. And I came back inside and Rob's like, you're done. And I said, I own half of this house and I'm taking half with the fridge. Fuck you. And I kept drinking and I really should have just stopped drinking or went to bed, but I kept drinking and I kept drinking. And then I don't know what time it was that I went to bed. Was that the, that was the night you had to help me brush my teeth, I think, yeah. and go to the bathroom because I couldn't stand up and Rob wouldn't come to bed. So I made Megan come and lay in bed with me. So I wake up the night there until you went to sleep. And then I got up. I woke up the next, it was not morning. It was like noon and we had family Christmas that day. So I wake up and I feel like shit and it smells like bad in our room. I'm like, the tequila must honestly just be seeping out of me. Like it smells so bad in here. I get up, try and eat something, throw that up, fell asleep on the couch. While we were late for family Christmas because I put the stuff that I was supposed to take to family Christmas in the oven too late. And we lit a candle in our room because it smelled so bad and we couldn't figure out why. So we're getting ready to leave and I'm like, I know I got up to puke in the middle of the night, but I know every time I got up, I threw up in the toilet and I grabbed the blanket, the comforter, and I because it was folded down and I threw it up to like flatten it and I had thrown up on the bed. But I think what I had done was I sat up and thought it was just a burp and I probably went <laughs> and then I just laid back down and went to sleep. Wow. I did not eat anything until like 7.30 that night and I could barely eat and we have some good food at family Christmas and I could barely eat because I was so hungover. It smelled so bad. Like it was like I can't even describe it. Well, like you. <laughs> and tequila and everything like else that I drank that day. It was so bad. That's was nasty. Bad. Yeah. That was rough. So I got one more drinking story. So. so. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's hear it. 2019, you turned 21? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> turned 21, and I was working nights, 72 hours a week. So 21st birthday, went down to the bar at midnight to go have a few beers with my parents legally. Legally, of course. Legally. And then a few months later, or Labor Day weekend it was, and a bunch of people were up at the cabin and we got drinking. I was drinking Jim Beam and Coke. And after the first one, my mom was like, hey, do you want me to go give you a refill? And I was mixing, you know, like 25 Jim Beam. 75 Coke. My mom starts bringing me back like 60 40s. And after a few of those, got pretty drunk. And then we got a story from my uh, one of my grandma's girlfriends about how she would run out of money on a cruise ship, you know, her drink allowance for the day. 
and she would talk, well, got talking to the bartender, hey, can I have like a tequila shot, you know, Jose Cuervo? And he was like, ma'am, I can't give you a free shot. He was like, well, what if I like work for it? And he was like, uh, maybe I'll do it then. She said, I bet you I could take a tequila shot off the ground without using my hands. And he was like, what? Keep in mind, she's like 72 at this time. I was like, there's no way. And she said she did it like five or six times. And people were buying her shots just to do it on, on the cruise. I'm like, alright, I hate tequila. But I will do a shot of tequila if you can do it. And she was like, alright. So I get a red solo cup shot. Shot cup. Pour Jose Cuervo gold in it. She spreads her legs. Bends over. Hands behind her back. Picks it up with her mouth. And takes the shot of tequila. Yep. And she's like 73, 74 at this She time. did it at our wedding. Yes. She can still do it. Wow. So, good old Carmen. She's a party animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good old Carmen. So, I did that tequila shot, and me and my buddy, we went down to the bar, which is like a mile and a half down the road. We went down there on the golf cart. I said, hey, you want to go for a ride? He was like, yeah. I started driving. We ended up driving down there. He was like, what, do you want to come down to the bar? I'm like, yeah. So, we go down there. I'm like, hey, I need two beers. Two Bud Lights, make them talls. All right. Waitress, she, the bartender, she brings it to us. I drink that, drink another one. And I'm still single at this time, just moved up. And there's a bunch of people out there over the holiday weekend. And just me and my buddy Travis, just, and they're drinking. A group of like 10 girls, I believe they're like volleyball players from some college, but they did not look like they were from around there. Because they actually had all their teeth and were good looking. <laughs> so so he was like, hey, man, look at all those good looking chicks. I was like, go talk to them. Like, were they actually good looking or did you have whiskey glasses? No, I just. Beer goggles. I just had some beer goggles on, but they were actually good looking. You know, no, man, can't do that. So I told the, uh, the bartender, I was like, hey, I said, I need another Bud Light. I was like, I need a shot of tequila. She's like, you sure you want a shot of tequila? I'm like, she's like, I've never seen you drink tequila. I'm like, well, I guess tonight I'm drinking tequila. I get two shots, one for me and one for my buddy. Do a shot of tequila. I try talking the bartender into doing it, doing a shot. And she says, no, no, I'm working, whatever. I was like, I was like, dude, go talk to one of those girls, you know, go get a number or whatever. He's Travis said, no, no, no. I'm like, I was like, oh, let's go. I'll be the wingman. So <laughs> we walk over there, and this is where things start to get fuzzy, because I was pretty drunk at this point. <laughs> we go over the table. I said, I said, you know, I just have to say, I've never seen so many good-looking ladies here before. You know, where are you guys from? I said where they're from. I said, well, my name's Bear. That's what they call me. I said, if you ever want to know, or if I said, if you ever. If you ever want to see it, I could show you my honey stick. <laughs> I said, baby. Wow. I was pretty, yeah. I was like, this is pretty bad. And I said, maybe one day my honey stick and your honey pot will be. <laughs> yep. Heard this story walking. So, so, we ended up sitting down with these girls. And I was like, you guys like tequila? They're like, yeah. There's like 10 of them. 
So I start buying rounds of tequila, and down at the bar, they're like $8 a shot. So every shot, every round of shots, that's 100 bucks. Oh, boy. Yeah, I guess we did three rounds of uh, tequila shots. Oh, yikes. And I bought their drinks. I ended up blacking out sitting there Sam. talking to the girls. <laughs> I ended up block, blacking out. I remember just going out, and I came to, and the bar, and like I was like starting to fall asleep at the table, and the girl was like, "Is your friend okay? Like he's kind of drunk." And I'm, I'm like, "I'm not drunk. I'm okay." My buddy he takes me home, and did not pay my bar tab at that time. <laughs> Oof. So we. <laughs> We leave on the golf cart. He's driving, and the trails are along the road. Driving back, I'm like, dude, I got to pee. I got to pee. He was like, I ain't stopping. We're going home. Taking your drunk ass home. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I got to pee. Stop. He was like, I'm not stopping. So I start peeing off the side of the golf cart. Hit a bump. Fell off face first and knocked myself out. My dad ended up having to bring my truck and pulled me down a sand hill that's two stories tall and dragging me down and lifting me and putting me in the bed of my truck to take me home. <laughs> he, the next day, he wakes me up at like 10 o'clock morning. Hey, man, we're leaving. He said, you all right? I'm like, yeah. He said, well, you puked a lot. <laughs> I said, Dad, all I remember is getting in the truck, being thrown in there, and just floating down the road. <laughs> oh, man, floating. I just would have felt like floating in the truck bed, laying down. I was all sprawled out and everything. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I don't know what you did last night, but you got you were quite a wingman." And I'm like, "What?" He said, "Yeah, Travis, I'm going back and uh, hooking up with one of the girls." I was like, "Awesome, <laughs> <laughs> nice, solid." <laughs> so I was a solid wingman that night. And that next day, I was in bed all day, like all day. And then that was a Monday. And then a Tuesday, following Tuesday morning, I went down to the bar. I was still feeling like crap. Like, it was a super bad hangover. And I went down there. And I said, hey, I said, I was down here over on, like, Saturday, Saturday. I don't remember. I said, I got, yeah, we know. I said, I never paid my bill. I said, I... Don't remember much, I said, but I didn't pay my bill. Yeah, uh, all those girls put all their drinks on your tab. And I said, are you kidding me? I ended up paying a $350 bar, bar bill. That's $350 too much. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like your buddy should have paid it because he got laid. No, he said put it on my tab. <laughs> he went down there, had another, he had another beer, and then went back to wherever the girls were staying. And I'm like, wow, wow. So did you use that pickup line on Megan, the honey stick and honey pot? I don't think I did. No, no, no you did not. <laughs> we would not be here today if you did. Ah. ah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it goes. My name's Bear. You want to see my honey pot, but I got pretty raunchy that night. I was pretty fucked up. <laughs> That's good. You got any good pickup lines? I have zero pickup lines. Are Yet you, you bagged me anyway. Are you Starbucks? Because I like you a latte. <laughs> if you're a vegetable, you'd be a cucumber. Wow. That's pretty bad. Way to go, Kelsey. <laughs> I'm going to hear these all night now. 
No, I just won you over with my personality. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's just a big dick, I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Rob, no, it's not. We got white man's in these. <laughs> Cut that out. We need to make this Pat friendly. Cut that out. <laughs> oh, so Pat would know. <laughs> oh, whoa. Uh-oh. It's getting awkward. <laughs> Gary's like, oh, honey, it's a girl. Oh, wait, he's got a little schmeckle. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, it's a girl. Wait a minute. He's got a tiny schmeckle. You know what movie that is? No idea. Click. Yes. With Adam Sandler. If you had to pick one movie to watch for the rest of your life, what would it be? Tammy. I don't know. Tom, one movie rest of your life. Backdoor Slots 9. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds like a 18 and over older drinking Backdoor Slots 8. <laughs> Jordan, I thought you were going to say, I don't know what it is, but can I borrow it? <laughs> hey, Tom, can you make me a copy? <laughs> oh, man. No. Rob, one movie, rest of your life. I'm going to just go with it. See, I have a couple. Yeah, I have a couple, but if I have to pick absolutely one, it's just go with it. I think mine would have to be Forrest Gump. That's a good one. That's a classic. And if you play it on repeat, the feather just floats back in. They see that on the TV all the time. Yep. What? Are you reading the question? Yeah. <laughs> I like the second one. <laughs> oh, the one that she sent in? Yeah. Well, I guess we'll jump into some listener questions here. Um, some listener questions. Listener questions. Uh, all the questions this week that we got are from Kaylee. Uh, first one she asks is, should patients who are suffering from an incur- incurable terminal illness, a bunch of big words there, incurable ter- terminal illness. <laughs> Do you need a dictionary? <laughs> Do you need a dictionary, Rob? God damn. Sound it out. Need some pronunciation tools. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me start that over. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Can we cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> we don't cut anything out here. <laughs> Nothing has ever been cut out. <laughs> Not one time. Alright. Should patients who are suffering from an incurable terminal illness are mentally of sound mind and are in pain, should they be allowed to choose to end their life in a medically monitored way like lethal dose of painkilling medication or should this not be permitted? Why or why not? Yes. 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 Medically assisted suicide. I think yes, because if or you are Jack Kevorkian up in here, yes. Like if you <laughs> if you are that sick and you are in that much pain and misery, like I understand that you're gonna leave people behind, but you're gonna leave people behind either way, especially if you're terminally ill. Like I say yes because, like I actually just read a book where this woman took her own life because she had cancer and. She didn't want to, it was over quality of life versus quantity, and she was going to be absolutely miserable. If you're going to be absolutely miserable, that's going to take away who you were as a person. You don't want your family to remember you being that sick and miserable all the time where you are to the point, like, totally incapacitated where you can't control your bathroom or anything like that and not be able to eat. Get me my favorite meal all day and... Put me down like a dog. See, yeah. it's that's the same what thing I do with a dog. Yeah. See, that's what I like about like hospice nowadays. But both my grandparents we took care of until they passed. My grandma had COPD. Grandpa had a rare type of cancer. 
took care of both of them. They went to hospice. When my grandma got sick, my dad was telling me about a doctor in Toledo. His name was Dr. Depp. He would go around, people who had terminally ill cancer, mm -hmm. go around and inject them. They would just slip away and pass. In a van? Were we talking about Jack Morgan? No. <laughs> no, he would come to people's houses who were on, like, hospice and stuff. And before they got, like, you know, changing diapers or, like, not there, but their body's still alive, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Got really bad. While they were still good, mine was still kind of clear. And he would inject them. And they would slowly slip away and pass. It was Wait. very Sorry. peaceful and... I thought he was done talking. And <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I don't know whatever happened to him. I think the dude ended up going to jail or something. But Probably I know it's illegal been. nowadays. But I 100% agree with that. <laughs> All right. I'm done. Had to wait for the pause. <laughs> the way I see it, say you're in a coma, right? Other people can legally say, hey, pull the plug. And you don't really get a say in that because you're like, not there. But you probably could wake up at some point, you know? But like. Why don't you have a say when you yeah. are there, you know? Like, why is it not okay for you to say it, but it's okay for somebody else to say it? I feel like it should be legal if you... Like, I feel like you should have to go through certain testing to make sure you are of sound mind mm -hmm. and make sure that the tests do conclude that you are irreversibly sick and there's no cure. But, mm -hmm. like, why, there's... You get to the point where there's nothing you can do except for literally sit and wait for death. Yeah. Like if you can't enjoy that your quali the quality of your life and your family members can't enjoy the quality that you go through. Mm -hmm. Like mine and Megan's grandparents, our grandma, she got sick very quickly and passed away in a hospital. But my grandpa, our grandpa, just laid down and passed away. Like he was all by himself and. He, I mean, he suffered because my grandma passed away first and he had other health concerns, but, and obviously like in that situation, my grandpa would have chose to go the day my grandma did, but you would have to, I think there would have to be like all these tests ran to see what you had was completely incurable or like say it is a tumor that's the size of a softball and we can take the tumor out. But you're going to be like stuck in a hospital bed for six months, and you might not even make it through surgery. Why? You may never yeah. talk again. You may never walk again. Yeah. If it's cancer, are you just supposed to suffer the whole time? Right. Like, you can it gets refuse, rough at the end. You can you know? refuse cancer treatment. See, yeah. that's so what my grandpa did. He was mm -hmm. eight, like yeah. 83, found out he had cancer. The doctor said to him, well, it's up to you. You can go through all the treatments. He said, I don't know what will kill you first, the uh, treatments or uh, your cancer. Yeah. He said, all you're doing is getting a couple more years. Why, in, at that point, when you get that sick, why prolong the inevitable? Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess I have a way different outlook on it because of, I used to work in a nursing facility and watch families allow their family member to suffer for a really long time oh, yeah. because they refuse to let go of them. And that's, that it's very difficult, but I don't know. And even the people that just drop them in a nursing home and then go never visit them. Oh, yeah, yeah. that happens all That's the fucking terrible. time. It's stupid. Terrible. I used to go sit with some of them when Plessy was working there. She'd I come up all the time. There. Some of them, all they want you to do is just sit and hold their hand. You mm -hmm. don't have to talk to them. You can just sit there and watch TV, which is the same thing as what you do at home. But you sit there and you hold their hand. That's all they want. Mm -hmm. Just companionship. Mm-hmm. Oh, this got really dark really quick. <laughs> it did. <laughs> what do you think? 
He doesn't know. You guys pretty much tackled everything I was going to say. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thank you. That's a, Thank you. All right, so the next question she has is, do you have any reoccurring dreams? If so, what do you think they're trying to tell you? I haven't had any reoccurring dreams in a long time. I used to have them all the time that I was going into labor and then I had my baby, so. <laughs> I've had some. I feel like that was telling me There's you were going to have a baby. two dreams I have since I was a child that I keep having every so often. One, I, it's it's when I'm like five or six years old. Me and my dad are at, at our gun club and we're locking stuff up, at, you know, there mm-hmm. and going to shut the lights off. And my dad was like, all right, let's go. And he shut the lights off, and I yelled, no. It just goes blink, and I wake up. Then there's another one, where it's kind of crazy, where I'm in my house, and growing up, me and my brother, we shared a room, had bunk beds. I slept on the bottom. He had the top bunk. There was this kind of like Marvel character. He could transform, shapeshift into an alligator just by touching water. And it would go on for so long. This dream goes where this guy is loose in our town. And he ends up coming. Uh, we had a ditch in our front yard. And he jumped in the ditch, turned into an alligator. And it was like like a 15-foot alligator, like a huge one. And tries like breaking into the house. The police are shooting it. They can't kill it. The guy shapeshifts back into a person after a while. And then the dude enters, breaks into our house, and then dips his head into our toilet. He turns into an alligator. And me and my brother climb on the top bunk, and he comes up and starts non-munching away on our bunk bed. And it just slowly falling down. And right as the dude's about to eat us, he turns back into a person. And we end up escaping on the house, and then I wake up. That one, I truly think, it's like to face your fears. That's the only thing I can come up with. That's weird. It, it is weird. I've had it since I was like five, six years old. And in my dream, I'm still in that age range. Six years old, my brother would be like 12 years old. Till his day, I have the same dream. Hmm. Hmm. At least once a month. How about you, Tom? I never remember my dreams, so I don't know. Not one time? Really? I think some I remember, but they're not, like, reoccurring. And they're stupid to talk about because they're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, every once in a while, it still happens, I have dreams where I get shot. He huh? wakes up, like, screaming. <laughs> yeah. And there's a different scenario every time, but I end up getting shot. <clears throat> and usually... There's there was one time I got shot like multiple times. Yeah, I kind of like that. But Rob was murdered in a past life. Usually, like I get shot and I just wake up like screaming. I used to have like the most recent or the one reoccurring dream that I can think of that I've had is like when I was pregnant. I had a lot of dreams that I was going into labor or my water would break or something like that. But obviously, since I had her, I haven't had those dreams. But I used to have dreams, I guess you would actually call them nightmares. I would have nightmares where somebody that I loved died. And it most of the time was people that were still alive. Like I did have one dream where I had to relive in my nightmare my grandpa passing away. But 
in like I'll have one of those dreams or nightmares, whatever you want to call it. And then within two days, somebody that I know dies. Our one friend, him and his mom both have nightmares that their teeth fall out and then somebody dies. That's crazy. Yeah. Weird. Weird. What about you, Magoo? How long has it been since somebody called you that? Uh, well, Daddy still does a lot. Yeah. Um, Daddy. I, I, couldn't, Daddy. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I don't. I don't really have any recurring dreams anymore. And I have no idea what those dreams are trying to tell me. Which is I'm trying to tell you that you were shot in a past life. Something. I'm gonna be shot. Okay. Girl, watch out, Rob. <laughs> or maybe that's your fear. Your biggest fear of, is getting yeah. shot. Mm, no, it's not. It's snakes. what's your big snakes? <laughs> 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 you ever seen anaconda? <laughs> <laughs> Every night when you go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Alrighty then, moving on. Play the fifth. Next question. <laughs> the last question, I think. We uh, she messes some more too. Uh, this one says, if you were perpetually surrounded by one aroma besides your natural smell, which you and everyone around you could smell, what would it be? My grandmother's perfume. It just gives, like, because after she died, we used to smell her perfume all the time. And it was just like a calming thing. Like, if I could choose one smell, it would be White Shoulders perfume. I don't know if I want to smell it all the time around you. Well, it's not your choice. It's my <laughs> choice. Because, I mean, I, usually old ladies' perfume does not smell good. My wow. grandma smelled like flowers. Like, it wasn't... Yeah. It wasn't like the musky... No. It's like old man cologne. No. Got a... It's like overpowering that you can smell you from a block away. No. Yeah. Walking down the street. You know why I think it's like that? Because old people can't smell that good. It's the only way they can smell each other. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be mean about it, but that's... (laughs) Might be on something. Just putting the dots together. Megan, one smell. Rest of your life. Oh, Pizza, for sure. (laughs) What kind of pizza? Pepperoni pizza. From where? Grow up a little bit, would you? From where? What? G's, probably. Or D's. Okay. Solid. Solid. No free ads. Jordan? Mine would have to be the fresh pine smell. Fresh pine. Yep, like the smell like pine sap in the air, cutting down pine trees, just that good pine smell. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. You know? Yeah, not a big fan. I'm getting you a pine tree for your birthday. (laughs) That's why I love Christmas, having pine trees. Tom? If I could smell, I'd tell you. Oh yeah, he has no. He's never been able to smell steak. I don't know. Is that is that a good one? <laughs> Can I smell like steak? Will people smell. like that? <laughs> and it's not COVID related. People, <laughs> he hasn't been able to smell forever, right? For a long time, yeah. I don't. I don't know. The last like, time. Did you I, smell when you were a kid? I don't think so. No. Hmm. 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 Yeah, we're not yeah. digging into it though. So, Rob. <laughs> Let's unpack that, shall we? No. <laughs> Tom wants to pack that back up. <laughs> Your smell? Oh, I would say maybe like fresh cut hay. I don't want to smell fresh cut hay all the time. Fresh cut hay is like the bellest, bellest, <laughs> the best, best smell in the world. I think. 
What about chicken alfredo? No. The chicken alfredo I made the other night. I don't think I want a food. Yeah, I guess. See, here's the problem if you do a food. It's kind of like if you eat a food too much, you get sick of it. Yeah. And like, you eat it, and you're like, I could throw up on this because yeah. I eat it so much. Yeah, I was going to say tacos, but <laughs> you would never eat tacos again. Exactly. Are you revising your answer? No. Still going with pizza. Yep. Still going with pizza. Okay. And then last question she asked, and she said this one's from her husband. Uh, (laughs) I have my answer, but I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) She said, would you rather jerk off a gorilla or be jerked (laughs) off by a gorilla? (laughs) I'm jerking off that gorilla, dude. (laughs) Wow. I think this is one Kelsey and I are sitting this out. I don't need no gorilla grip down there. (laughs) (laughs) You imagine the force? Rip right off. (laughs) What if it's got soft, gentle hands? It's a gorilla. It's a gorilla. You don't know. (laughs) So are you getting jerked off by the gorilla? I don't know. (laughs) Jordan's taking one for the team. Maybe if a gorilla jerks me off, I'm looking dick bigger. Oh my god, Rob. It'd be a lot skinnier. (laughs) That's fine. Maybe longer. (laughs) So what's your answer? I don't know. It's a (laughs) no-brainer, Rob. (laughs) My question I, is, is a gorilla hung like a horse, or... I mean, people evolved from apes. So and a gorilla is an ape. <laughs> <laughs> he already said earlier so, he has white man syndrome. So we got white man disease. <laughs> white man disease. I don't know, is he going to pull my hair when I'm jerking him off, or... Is that what you like? Is that an important factor, Do or? I have, like, do you have to watch, like, make eye contact? <laughs> Like, we just sit there and, like, watch a TV yes. show, or, like, is it, like, straight on? Looking at each other, yeah. gazing each other's eyes. Is this, like, intimate? Like, <laughs> send candles in the background. <laughs> Music playing. <laughs> I don't Some know. Some bubbly in the champagne glasses. I, I don't know if I can answer this question. <laughs> He'll draw you a bath after. <laughs> so I can cry. <laughs> <laughs> and it would just be stroking your back. <laughs> yeah. So, Jordan, what's your answer? Either way, it's fucked up. Either way, it is fucked up. But I would probably have to go with getting jerked off by the gorilla. Because <laughs> would you want to really grab a gorilla dick? Do you really want a gorilla to grab yours? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> not really. See, I feel like. I was gonna be jerked off by a gorilla. It has to be like a younger gor- a gorilla because. Are you a pedophile? <laughs> no. What I'm saying is, gorilla hands are probably huge, and my penis ain't huge. <laughs> I got so, big hands, and they're probably bigger than mine. Are you so. a pedophile? <laughs> so like, if it's a full-grown gorilla, <laughs> he's. Not- Legal what are age you of laughing about? Young legal age You know what? You just called me a child. You know what that makes you, Lois? A pedophile. pedophile. And I'll be damned if I'm to stand here and be lectured by a pervert. So I feel like, you know, if a full-grown gorilla is going to jerk me off, it's not really jerking me off. He's just, like, kind of holding my dick in his hand. <laughs> Dicks in our hands. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. See, that's that's a tough one, Like. You know, you just like have to 
rub it. Like it's like it how big is the gorilla? Is it like the dwarf gorilla in the in the pack of gorillas, or like is it like the big Hong Kong gorilla? Mm. Hong Kong. Yeah, like the big boy. Like, well, I have a feeling that the king of the gorilla kingdom is not. He's gonna send somebody else. I don't <laughs> think he's doing it. So, unless he's the one getting jerked off, yeah. I don't think that's happening. So I think I would have to go uh, getting jerked off by a gorilla. Because at that point, wouldn't you be asserting dominance? Oh. Oh, so I'm going. Yeah, you're definitely gonna get jerked off by a gorilla. Like that's like, my. You know, jerk it right off, but you know, <laughs> at least you like actually jerk like, it off, off my body. O f f off, bit it off. Yeah. So they both decided that they're getting jerked off by the gorilla because they may be asserting dominance into the animal kingdom. Because just think, if the whole pack of gorillas is looking at you getting jerked off by another gorilla, like you must be the top dog. And like Jordan said, you know, it's not going to be the. It's not going to be the pack leader of the gorillas that's going to be jerking you off. He's going to send the, the weakest link probably to jerk you off, you think, right? I'm still jerking off that gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's going. And he's, he's going to town. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Uh, so. Any more stories you guys want to tell? Maybe I do have one thing, Rob. I know a great place. Like, get you some glasses. Where hey, I need mine adjusted. <laughs> Stop in. I know. <laughs> you go see Choose your sister. your words wisely. Go, go see your sister-in-law at the work. Because <laughs> you need glasses. I text. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm all right. Uh, no. No, you're not. <laughs> We were sitting here earlier, you guys like, I can't read that, and I can read it. So, so Megan is legitly blind as a deer. You're sitting way close. Yeah. The episode, I was listening to last week's episode on Tuesday, and I texted Megan. I'm like, go send this email, an email saying that you know where to get Rob glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, anybody? Any more remarks, comments? Anything? I don't have anything. Time to go home. Thank you for having us on your podcast, there, bud. Thanks for being here, bud. Thank you. Yes, anytime you guys want to come on. Anytime. You're more than welcome. So, who wants to read the outro this week? You can. Nope. I'll if nobody if they don't want to do it, I'll do it. I ain't doing this. Kelsey, you know, I feel like she volunteered, so there you go. Have at her. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and if you did, go leave them a review on Facebook. As of right now, you can listen to the pod on Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, and Google Podcast. And make sure you go like and follow Whole Lot of Nada, the podcast on Facebook. If anyone would like to reach out to them, if you guys have any questions you want them to answer, you want advice, it may not be good advice, but advice... <laughs> Go on to Facebook and message us. Leave a comment on Facebook, or you can even send an email at wlnpodcast23 at gmail.com. <laughs> and make sure you tell your friends and everyone you know about us. We will be re- They'll be recording again on Friday, and every episode will be dropping on Mondays.
All right, and thanks, Kelsey, Megan, and Jordan for hopping on with us. No Very problem. Because uh, if it weren't for you guys, it'd just be me and Rob, and there'd That'd be, be a, lot of, a lot yeah. of silence. A lot here. of silence. <laughs> well, thanks for coming to our humble abode, so we could get the little squirt down and party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. Deuces. All right, we'll talk to you people next week. Bye. 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 Bye.